Hello, hello. How is everybody this week? For me, freedom has always been one of the things that drives me. And I think of one of those things being healthy, being fit, like that's one of my best paths to freedom. And today, our guest and my good friend, Eleni Anestos, is going to talk about some other paths to freedom that she works with people on. And I think you're going to love this. So stay tuned. This is going to be a good one. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the Motivation and Adventure Coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Lainey, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Kelly, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Of course. Of course, yes. We um, actually get a little chance to chat beforehand, so we were catching up. and um, Yeah, so tell me a little bit about how you look at freedom and how you work with people around freedom and what it means. Oh, well, freedom for me, well, first of all, I believe our greatest power is our ability to choose. And that, of course, to me is connected directly to freedom, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in your business, any aspect or your health. Like we can choose what we're eating. We can choose what type of exercise we can do. You know, we can choose how we're conducting a business or what business to get into for those entrepreneurial spirits listening. And I really believe to be truly free, people have to remember they've not lost their ability to choose. They might not be exercising it, but for me, freedom, I'm choosing what I want to do. I'm choosing where I want to go. And granted, you know, right now, obviously, the pandemic has affected everybody on multiple levels. You know, I don't believe we're all in the same boat, but I do believe we are in the same storm. Yeah. But going back to freedom, I feel like people forgot they still have the choice like, yes, you may be home on quarantine, but you can still choose how you structure your day. You can still choose what you listen to, choose what you read. And to me, that all ties into freedom. So you still have it. And I see too many people taking their own freedom away from themselves. Oh, what is that? Okay, tell me what that means. And for me, thinking that they no longer have the power. And as I don't know if this sounds cliche or not, but I think each individual should be the most powerful person in their own life. Now, I'm not talking about arrogance or anything like that, but I wonder if some people are living life by default or by design. You know, are you creating the life you want or are you just allowing the external circumstances to dictate what you should be doing and what you should be thinking? So that works during pandemic. That works during any time, right? So anything that's going on in your life, whether you're 
Well, I can, like first thing that came to mind is actually, and it has nothing to do with fitness, but um, a couple of my friends have recently lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how the two people um, approached it, right? Mm-hmm. One of them, boom, into victim world, right? And then the other person was like, hmm, well, this is going to be interesting. No, I'm, I'm in, a, in a market where there's a lot of people looking, so how am I going to be different? So that would be a freedom choice, right? 100%. And yes, granted, there are circumstances beyond our control. But let's hang on to what we can control. I mean, why give it all away? And I appreciate that you said the one individual fell right into the victim mode, because that's the most powerless state that any of us can be in. It's a tough state. I mean, it happens to people. Like I, I, I was there. I was there last week for a little while. Definitely. Like, I mean, whiny, whiny victim mode. And I was like, what is wrong with you, Kelly? (laughs) You know, but for me, okay. And tell me if this is a good idea or a bad idea. When I find myself in what I call the wallow, when I'm in the wallow, I usually have learned to just like, let myself do it. Like, just do it. Like, go down the pity party path, just, you know, dive in, be pathetic for a certain period of time, mm-hmm. you know, and usually, usually I don't have to put a timeline on it because, you know, I can, I get that I'm done with this thing, but, you know, there have been times in my life when I had to put a timeline on it because yeah. it was not working for me. So is that something good to do or bad to do, or what would you do about that? That is an excellent concept you brought up because many, many moons ago, I was always the just pick yourself up by the bootstraps kind of gal. And regardless of what happened, whatever the trauma was, whatever the loss was, like, nope, I'm not letting this get me down. I'm just forging right on. And eventually it came back to bite me in the ass because I did not properly grieve. So yes, I think if you're going there, that you do need to allow it. You do need to process all those emotions. And you know, you, you're evolved, Kelly, so you know, I don't have to put that timeline on it. And you organically came out of it. But I think a lot of people should, and it would be beneficial to them to say, all right, I'm going to take X number of days, or I'm going to take this amount of time to process this, to deal with it. And then you make an action plan. You know, when that time is up, you do get back up. You do get back in the game. Yeah, because it is. You're right. You use the word grief, and it is grief, right? Whenever we fall into that, we're having a grief moment around something. And when you don't grieve, um, it's going to come up. (laughs) It's going to come out one way or the other. It's all right. You haven't learned this lesson, so we're going to teach it to you again. We're going to give you countless reasons to experience what you were too stubborn to learn before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I have, a, I have something on my wall that I wanted to tell you, and then you tell me how this relates to what we're talking about. So okay. the saying is, powerful people stand as the source of their own power. Yes. Right? Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. It gives me I goosebumps. Love just reading that. Yeah. I so love that. Expound on that because this, this is what, like, to me, I read it and I just know, like, um, intuitively, I know that it matters to me. But mm-hmm. externally, I can't tell you really actually what it means. 
That's kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but it's true, right? Oh, um, oh. But I, I mean, to me, it means that when you're powerful, um, you come from from your own from your own actions and your own power, um, and you're not looking externally. But how would you describe that? Yes. Well, when people can, when you step into the power of you, and I love that that quote, that poster on your wall. I'm gonna have to write that down. I Absolutely. Again, to me, that's the only path to true freedom. When you know that it has been by design, not by default, mm, that okay. you've made the choice. And again, sometimes things happen that are beyond our control, but not the ability to choose how we're going to respond. So I still, there are people thriving right now. You know, money is still circulating. People have pivoted and have created new opportunities for themselves based on the abilities that they have. They didn't stay in victimhood and they did not allow them, their life to be by default. Well, this is what's happening out there. Why bother? They're the people that are living by design. You live by design. To me, that's a direct path to your personal freedom. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because when you're saying that, I'm thinking, well, of course, because a design, a design would be if someone um, has a, I'm going to make up a couple of things real quick. One of them is someone has a plan to get to the gym on a consistent basis, right? I mean, that's, that's a design. Or absolutely. someone has a plan to go on a big backpacking trip. Like a friend of mine, I just got her email today and she's going on a 22-day backpacking trip. Like, wow. That's a big deal. Like, yes. <laughs> that's a big deal. Yes. Right? But she is designing it because like her big stopping point was how the heck do I carry all that food? Right? Oh, sure. And so like she just stopped and she said, well, there's got to be a way to figure this out. And she actually found someone whose whole business is showing people how to, to do food for long backpacking trips, which is like so That's beautiful, right? <laughs> so it is a design. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. I love that. So where do, where do boundaries come in? We were talking about this beforehand, and, and this is a word I hear all the time, right? Like I'm right. always getting emails pe from people going, you need to respect your own boundaries. And I'm thinking, oh, what does that mean? Like, I mean, gut level, I know what it means, but how do you work with people in boundaries? Well, I know for myself, first personally, when I have not maintained boundaries, whether it's personal or on a professional level, like, you know, over-delivered or I've tolerated, mm, toleration. Toleration's <laughs> a big one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we all should be celebrated, not tolerated. But when I realized I was tolerating so much, again, it could be in any setting, personal or professional, all it eroded, you know, my, I felt, you know, I felt disempowered. I didn't feel the focus. I wasn't excited about the future. And to me, a healthy boundary should benefit people on both sides. Because I think about like, I had a client who called herself the family bank. Now, she wasn't oh, the parent. She was not a legally responsible, like the rest of them were her dependents. But she was in a business that she was extremely successful in financially. She was making the most money. So she ended up being the family bank. But 
she could have said no multiple times. And it's not, and it wasn't about family, like we're not going to be able to keep the lights on, please help us, or an accident comes up, something traumatic. It was a general pervasive, we're always going to go back to her and get more money. And she ended up resenting them. Like she would see them on caller ID and you could just feel her clench up. So if you don't have a boundary to protect yourself and it's with somebody you care about, you probably are going to end up resenting them. It's going to erode that relationship. But having the healthy boundary, to me, you're also giving that other person the chance to step up. You know, if you keep picking somebody up and you don't see them doing anything for themselves, they're never going to stand on their own two feet. So have that boundary that, and that also gives them the chance to step up to the plate too and live a more empowered life on their own. Okay. You said something that makes me like just wonder about this. So for your friend, she probably had guilt around the money. So, and, and I can think of one instance in my world where I probably let boundaries slip because I feel like I have not financially, but I just feel like in this particular situation, I have so much more, mm. right? So is it, mm-hmm. is, is it a guilt thing? Is that part of I've, boundaries? I've been there, and I think that absolutely is part of it. Well, I'm able to. I'm in a better place. I should do this. And of course, you love and care for these people, but it shouldn't be at the expense of your own energy, your own time, and your own bank account. And again, the boundaries benefit them. You know, if say if I give you X number of dollars, this is what I need to see from you, or this is what I expect from you. Okay. You know, I've helped people out that were in between jobs, but you can be damn sure I expected them to be looking for a job. Right. You know, be a bridge, but don't don't be the whole entire bank for them because to me you do end up resenting yourself and you end up resenting the other person. Okay. So boundaries have to do with, um, well, I think like someone I just interviewed said, you shouldn't be shooting all over yourself. <laughs> no, shooting serves no useful purpose. I should have turned right. I should have turned left or I should have made a better choice. We could make ourselves crazy going down that rabbit hole without question. To me, it's always the intention behind it. And Mm, okay, that's a good point. I had a uh, complete renovation done in my condo and two contractors that came directly referred from people I know, like, and trust. It didn't work out so well. Lots of damage, some unethical behavior cost me tens of thousands of dollars. And somebody said, well, why did you hire them? I said, you know what? I woke up one day and I made a list of how I could royally screw myself over (laughs) and hiring them was at the top of the list. Of course not. So if your intentions behind it are honorable, if your intentions are good, there is no reason to beat yourself up for making the choice that you made. Yep. Yep. That is so, so true. And it could be any choice, anything. Yeah, business, money, health, food, exercise. It just doesn't really matter. It's any choice. 
Any, I mean, we're traveling somewhere and you're using GPS and you make a wrong turn. The GPS does, doesn't, system doesn't say you're screwed, you're stuck, you have to stay here forever. No, no. it says recalculating, rerouting. So why don't we have that grace with ourselves? Good point. Really good point. In fact, having grace has been one of those things that I've been saying so much lately, like yeah. nonstop, because I think we do. Um, we need to have more grace with ourselves because if we don't, then, then we're just in this, we're, in, we're back on the hamster wheel and we're not happy about it. Right. Well, it's giving ourselves, it's giving ourselves that break. So um, what about, okay, this is kind of a, this is a flip. We're going to flip here for a second. Um, okay. You work with people on self-limiting beliefs yes, and the behaviors around those. So what are some of those, like, how does that come up for people, especially like in, when it comes to freedom? And how do you help people shift those beliefs? Yes. And how do they know they have one? Right? I guess that's the first question. Like, how do I know I have a self-limiting belief? Well, the majority of the time, it's someone else's belief that's renting space in your head. Mm. I was having a conversation with this soulful entrepreneur that was so excited about launching her business. You know, she had the business plan. She was excited about who she was going to be able to be of service to and excited about making money. And she was sharing the ideas for her business with some family and friends who immediately began poking holes in her dreams. That's not viable. How are you ever going to find clients? No one's ever going to pay you what you're worth. You know, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. And then she fell back and thought, well, can I do this? Should I do this? And when we talked through it, she realized she was adopting their beliefs. They were renting mm. space in their head. So okay. to me, that's what's so important when we talk about limiting beliefs. Most likely, it's someone else's. They wouldn't have had the guts to step up to the plate. They wouldn't have had the guts to put the time in to start this business. They wouldn't have had the courage to put themselves out there in a big way. So, you know, own your own shit, but don't own anyone else's. So question, whose beliefs are they? How do you think you know when you have self-limiting beliefs? When I think of a situation or something that I want to do, if my focus goes to why it won't work more than how it could work, then I have to examine what's going on. What am I believing? Because our beliefs lead to our thoughts and our thoughts dictate our actions. So I know I've, I've had to train myself. If my mind goes right to why it won't work, like, oh, wait a minute, something's going on. There's a limiting belief in there more than how it could work. Okay. And so is that based on, and I'm just like, now I'm just, y'all are just going to have to listen to this whole conversation because now I'm thinking about how this applies to myself, family, friends, things like this. So yeah. if there's a limiting belief, mm -hmm. there's a couple of ways that you think or that you work with people to get rid of it. One of them is that you figure out if it is a limiting belief. And by that, it's how it feels when you have that thought. Or if you feel like, um, not only do you feel bad if you have a thought about doing this thing, but also that it, you feel, I don't know, the word I use is like my energy is lower. So is that yes. one of the ways that people know this? 
I so appreciate you referenced energy. Absolutely. Because think about when you're truly excited about something, you know, whether it's personal or professional, if you're in a new fitness regime and you're excited about starting because you really know that it's going to ramp up your health or you're an entrepreneur and you're adding a new product or service and you can't wait to get it out there, you know, you're naturally excited. But if your energy is, oh, this is going to be too hard or how can I make this work? Why even bother? Then those limiting beliefs have a stranglehold on you. Okay. And here's, here's going to be the, the flip side of that to me. Is there knowledge or is there intelligence in limited beliefs? limiting beliefs is there like is there some sort of intelligence that we should pay attention to like when we're having those thoughts or should we just power past it and shift shift our attention like i'm always telling people just you know shift your thought move your attention right, right. so you just power past or do you dig in which would be which would be the better way to handle that or does it depend on the situation well to me it, the limiting beliefs themselves it's to acknowledge it and recognize it. This is just a belief. And let's go back to choice. We choose our beliefs. So let's not forget we can shift it. Now it's very simple, but it's not easy. So I'm not here to say that, you know, if you've had a lifetime of limit, limiting beliefs about maybe starting your own business or doing something for yourself physically, running, athletic, anything, it's not about, oh, this is gonna be so easy. No, but it is simple. I always ask myself, what is this supposed to teach me? What am I supposed to learn here? And if I don't come up with a good answer, then it's kicked to the curb. Either way, it's going to end up kicked to the curb. <laughs> but I always want to make sure, wait a minute, did this stuff come back up because there was a lesson I haven't learned yet? And I answer that question for myself. Okay, that's a really good thing to do because I can see where that, like, Yes. So if you have something in your head that's just kind of like a tape that's playing again and again and again and yes. again, and yes. it doesn't matter, like, you know, for me, usually my go-to is first some self-hypnosis or some meditation or something like that. But if this thing keeps coming up, then my question to myself or our questions to ourselves would be, what do I need to learn or what yes. haven't I learned yet? Yes. And why is this, why is this rearing its ugly head again? Right. It's like if you, you, if you just keep putting a Band-Aid on a wound, you know, that wound's not going to heal properly. It's something's going to keep coming back up to fester it. So get the lesson out of it, then move on. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I think that we've, like, solved the entire world problem today. <laughs> we have. Okay. So tell me this. What are some things that I haven't asked you? that you would like to share or if, um, yeah, anything that you would like to share that I haven't followed up and asked you about yet. I want people to know that at any point in life, regardless of age or circumstance, that they can put themselves in the driver's seat, that they can turn it around. And especially where I know a lot of people are stuck because of finances. A lot of people are stuck because they lost their job. The pandemic has created havoc across the board. But I really want people to still know that they can put themselves back in the driver's seat, especially where money is concerned. Because it, money is not the bad guy. I mean, money 
let's be honest, money touches all of us every day. We need to breathe, we need water, and then how are you buying your food? You know, we, and if you're an entrepreneur, it touches every aspect of a business. So going back to the power of choice and freedom, I want people to know that they can be in control. They don't have to let money or the external circumstances always control them. Okay. So given that, what's the first step someone does to get back into the driver's seat? Pay attention. I mean, if you want a rich and rewarding relationship with a spouse, with kids, with clients, don't you have to give them positive attention? The same thing applies to money and, and your health. You know, if it say something, say you don't feel good or you have that pain in your side and you're just going to ignore it, it does it go away? Does it create a bigger problem? The same is for money. You know, the bills come and if you toss them aside, you don't want to pay any attention to them. Or if you know that you are over-delivering and under-earning, but you know, forget about it. I'm just going to go forward. So I have everybody start with something as simple as tracking their money. Instead of avoiding the topic at all costs, you make a money tracking sheet. You can use a notebook. You can do it digitally. Just write the amount of money that comes in on a daily basis from all sources. All you have to do is put that number down even on days when it's zero, because I've had people try to fight me on that. Like, I'm not putting the zero down. I don't want to see the damn zero. Of course, I understand that intellectually, but then that means the money is still controlling you. You're not controlling it. And when you track things, like if you track your weight, if you track your fitness goals, you can look for patterns. And if you see gaps, you can look at why that happened. And then you can make new decisions that lead to different actions. Okay, so whether it's money or fitness or whatever we're talking about, actually, you're talking, you call it tracking. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, do, like, I do tell people, I was like, you've got to schedule things. Yes. And then you've got to follow up and I don't use the word track, but I'm, I'm like, you've got to follow up and say, yes or no, did I do what I said I was going to do? Yes. Because when you yes. start keeping your word... Yes. Then, then we're back to the very beginning, aren't we? So now when you're keeping your word with yourself, you're back in power and you're free. I love that you brought that up about keeping your word. So for anybody listening, think about all the times you said, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to start exercising or I'm going to look for a new job or I'm going to start my business. And then you backpedaled. You were breaking trust with yourself every time. You are. And then when you break trust with yourself, you are no longer in a place of power. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at us. We just, we just love each other. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on here. I love this. I love this. Do you have anything that you would like to, um, to just make sure that everybody hears before we part our ways today? Tell me, is there something that you would like people to know? And also, they need to know where to find you. We will, of course, add your website and whatever else we have, all your goodies, into the show notes. But also, I want to make sure that people, if they want to go right this second without dropping by the show notes, that can find you through um, your website and everything else. So tell us how to find you and any words of wisdom you'd like to part with. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm Eleni Anastos, and everything is branded under my own name, 
So my website is just alenianastis.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, all the main platforms. Please don't hesitate to reach out. If anybody has a question, I'm always happy to have a conversation. And I really, really want everybody to remember it doesn't matter what has happened to you. It doesn't matter what you've been through. I want people to acknowledge themselves. But if you feel, if there's any inkling of something else you want to be, do, or have, I hope that you won't let anybody else write your story. Nice. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here and for sharing because it's quite an honor to have you here. And I know that everybody is going to enjoy this. Like it's a little different than we usually do. And it's so much fun. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one-on-one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams, I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.